0: Welcome to Tavern Tales Jr. Humblewood Edition. This is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast for kids and adults. In Tavern Tales Jr., we will take a group of kids on a fantastical adventure, but this time we're all birds. This podcast is created by and for kids. So let's see what heights
1: we can reach today, because we're birds. I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me. Through the wilderness and woods, to where the winds are blowing free. Through the darkness of the night, heading toward the morning light. I wonder if you'd wander with me. And I'll spread the word, and you beat the drum. We'll round up the troops, and get the gang to come. Through the woods
2: Well, uh, currently I believed at the beginning you were too close to your companions to do Thunderwave, but two of the slimes are falling to another direction. Would you like to make a full move to get to one side away from your friends so that they don't get hit by yeah. Thunderwave? All right, why don't you describe that for me?
0: I just... Take really big feet steps, and then, once when I make it, I stop at the thump of Gaspard. Let this thunder be born.
2: I love it. Now you have cast your second first level spell. How many spell slots do you have?
0: Where's my spell?
2: Spell. Are these okay, two? while you're checking on how many spells you have, because you've used t- two now, I will make the saving throw for these two slimes you're going to get caught up in this. Is it a constitution saving throw, Will, or is it a... Wisdom. Wisdom saving throw for thunders? Is it a constitution saving throw for both. Well, them- they're both pretty good at constitution saving throws, but they have to make a what difficulty, Will? 14. All right, let's see if the first one does it. This is the Acidic Slime. I have a natural 18, so he saves. But the other one, I have a natural 16, so he saves as well. So what happens on a fa- on a successful save? You, s- you do 2d8 e- d- damage divided by 2. So roll 2d8, and we'll see how much damage they take. And after this, Tim, you only have one first-level spell left. How'd you do? Three damage. Three damage. Are they dead yet? Not at all. They fall with sickening <laughs> to the ground beside you.
0: Please don't hurt
2: me. April, it's your turn. One of the slimes is falling towards you.
3: Time to use my rapier.
2: Okay. Remember, your rapier did very little damage last time.
3: Does more damage than my short bow. Okay. Ten.
2: Does not hit. It falls towards you. What else would you like to do with your turn?
3: Uh, move out of the way. That
2: would make great sense. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) So you move out of the way, and it lands where you stood momentarily before with a loud spluck. Rita, it is your turn. I'm going
3: to vicious mock these boys, the one that April was fighting.
2: Okay, sure, yeah, do so. He's going to make a wisdom saving throw. He has succeeded.
3: Popping you will be more satisfying than popping a pimple.
2: I love it. Everybody roll 2d6. How'd you do, Robin?
3: Eight, four, eight. (laughs) Another eight.
2: That's how much damage these things take when they hit the ground nowhere near you as they all land after a 30-foot fall with a loud splorch but these things dead? no but these things remember they don't get hurt too much when they land and take bludgeoning damage they're kind of resistant to it but the other ones they land with heavy splorches and they're much more hurt so it is their turn two of them are going to lash out with their splorts at you there tim and they're going to make pseudopod attacks <laughs> And I have a natural 19 with one, so you take five points of acid damage. The other one does not hit you at all. No, Tim. The two sticky ones move to attack Rita and April. No. The first one has a 14. Does that hit you, Rita? Yes. Then you take three points of bludgeoning damage. And the other one goes in; it rolls a one. So it does not do at all as it lashes out with a pseudopod, missing April. We are now again to the top of the round, where it is Tim's turn, followed by April. Tim, what would you like to do?
0: I would like to toll the dead on one of the hurt ones.
2: Sure, yeah. Do you want to move away from it?
0: Yes. Because
2: that will incur an attack of opportunity from it, though. But then you would be able to move. Oh, never mind. You're getting attacked by two. It's a bad idea to move away. So you're gonna cast Toll the Dead. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me okay. some color for that. What do you do to when you're casting Toll the Dead? Also,
0: <sighs> a doorless doorbell flings without the air. I point at a creature within the range, which is sixty feet, and and if they fail on a Wisdom saving throw, then they take. A d12. I,
2: I rolled a seven and they have minus two wisdom. So that's five. So now roll your damage, sir. Ding dong. Ding
0: dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. dong. It's a different doorbell every time. I love it. Three.
2: Three points of damage. That, that was Tim's turn. It is now April's turn, followed by Rita.
0: April's going to attempt
3: to use her rapier again.
2: Now, April, you know that attacking these sticky slimes is not good with your rapier. Yes. That's what you're facing off against right now, though. But you can see this other ones that Tim is fighting, they're not sticky and you, they don't have any damage resistance to your weapons. Would you like to move over and attack one of them instead? Yes. Okay. So, normally a character, when they're engaged with combat, if they want to leave that combat to go fight somebody else, they're going to incur an attack of opportunity unless they do something called disengage. But disengage is an action to take, unless you're a rogue. Because rogues get something called cunning action. And if you're level two, you can use your bonus action to disengage, which is a like a free thing to disengage. So, would you like to freely disengage from this creature? Yes. Tell me and describe for me how you do that.
3: She sees a pebble on the ground next to her and throws it so it gets distracted from her so she can quickly disengage from battling it.
2: Sounds awesome. You disengage, you dash over uh, with your move to face off against the slime that... Tim is fighting, and that'll allow you your sneak attack. So roll to hit. 18. That is absolutely enough to hit. Roll your damage, including your sneak attack. 11. Wow. It is dead. The first slime dies. Just so you know, these slimes, if you hit them with a slashing weapon, like a longsword or an axe, when you do so, instead of doing damage, you cut it into two and it becomes two slimes that'll attack instead of just one. But you have pierced it through and all of the insides of it goop and glue and sludge out of it. And it falls to the ground, the bones becoming exposed as it melts away into nothing. And we turn now to Rita.
3: April, where did you go? Okay, whatever. And then it's gonna viciously mock again. The same one? The same one. All
2: right, what do you say this time?
3: Scum of the earth. Not even your mother wanted you.
2: I'm not scum, I'm a slime, it thinks to itself, because it has failed for sure, and you've imposed disadvantage on its next attack.
3: And I get to roll my d4. You bet. Where is two points of psychic damage?
2: awesome i love it that was rita's turn rita are you going to do anything else with your turn
3: all i really did was call out to my friends be like guys i'm over here fighting these slimes on my
2: own yes you are they've killed one you're facing off against two the first sticky slime that's upon you is going to attack with disadvantage it has failed i've rolled a five the next one though will just reach out with a pseudopod to slam down on you Ooh, i have a natural 14 plus three is 17 so i think that hits right Yep. You take three more bashing damage. The other slime, though, will now reach out to slash at Tim again. Because even though April's here, they don't see or hear and they just react to things that are close by them. And it lashes out with a pseudopod to do more acid damage to you, Tim. But I rolled a nine and that's only a two. 12, I don't think that is. I have
0: an 18 armor Yes, then you
2: definitely, you're fine. So we have ended the slime's turns and we turn again to the top of the round where it is Tim's turn. I'm going to toll the dead on that dude who... Do you want to toll the dead on the one that's attacking you ineffectively? She's got such a huge armor class. Or are you gonna help out your friend Rita? I'm gonna help out Rita. Alright, go for it. Hit one of the ones against Rita. Now there's one of them has taken more damage than the other. It is close to dead. If you roll 50% here, you could kill it. The other one, not as far along towards death.
0: I'm gonna do the death
2: one. Alright, go for it. I will roll the save. I have failed, so you get to roll your damage. It's necrotic damage. Whatever. Yes. I rolled a 15. Minus two is 13, and your DC is 14, so it did not make it, which is just amazing. Roll your damage. How'd you do? Five. It is still alive. You needed six in order to take it out, but it is April's turn. April, what would you like to do?
3: So the one that was attacking Tim still doesn't know I'm there?
2: No, it knows you're there, but you still have your sneak attack on it. It just will not attack you. It's going to just continue to lash out at Tim.
3: Okay, then I'm going to attack it. Go for it. With the sneak attack.
2: Yes, as always. Right. 14. That's more than enough. Kay. It's armor class is eight, so you're oh, going sweet. to make sure you do enough damage for sure. All right, roll your damage. 12. It is not dead. It is looking very wounded, though, as we turn to Rita. Rita, do you want to finish In off that slime? never yosa. Sure. How will you do so?
3: I mean, I have a rapier. Yes. Stab, stab
2: oh cool I love it roll your roll your attack
3: 15
2: that is more than enough it has an armor class of six so of course you hit do your damage you need to do one point of damage
0: Uh, Let's hope she doesn't roll a zero. Seven.
2: Yeah, that's more than enough. You have killed this slime that was in front of you. However, in so doing, when you made an attack, it has its mucus. You must succeed on a DC 12 strength saving throw or your weapon becomes stuck in the slime. So make your strength saving throw, please.
3: And I had to deal with that last round. Mm -hmm.
2: What's your plus to strength?
3: One.
2: So you need to roll an 11 or higher. You have done it. 17 is 18 yeah you pull that free that sticky slime how does it die robin
3: it gurgles and pops and its last words in his brain are like i wish i wasn't in a pimple shape
2: (laughs) it pops and covers you in sticky mucus
0: you mean slime
2: yeah but it's the same sort of thing so that was rita's turn it is now the turn of the caustic slime the acidic slime on tim Oh, I've got a nat 20. So that slime does 10 points of acid damage to you, Tim. I
0: only have three hit points, Tim.
2: You only had three hit points total? No,
0: I had 10 and then three.
2: Yes. How many hit points do you have normally?
0: 18. And you did five damage to me and then you did the 10.
2: I know. Three hit points left. You're very lucky, Acid is very bad. If I would reduced you, you'd be in very big trouble right now, but you still have three hit points left. And then the other one is going to attack with its slimy, mucusy pseudopods on Rita and misses. So it is t- Tim's turn again at the top of the round. Tim, you have three hit points left.
0: I told the dead on the one
2: that attacked me. Absolutely. It rolls its saving throw and has failed. Ding dong. As you point your hand upon it and... One hit point. You did one? One. It is not dead.
0: How much more health does it It have? It has
2: one hit point left. April. April, as long as you don't roll a one to hit, you will kill this slime. Go for it.
0: I rolled a five, but I'm
3: plus
2: five. Yes, you have definitely hit it. You have killed this other slime. You have killed two caustic slimes. One sticky slime remains, Rita. It looks like it has quite a few hit points left.
3: Guys, I'm going to need help on this one. I'll kill
0: the dead as much as I can. I'm in a vicious market because it's a sticky boy.
2: All right, it'll roll. I failed. You roll your d4. It
0: also does that it has a disadvantage. One.
2: And now it has disadvantage on its attack. What do you say this time?
3: You're unpleasant to look at. You must be lonely forever.
2: Nice. I would have said glorp, glorp, bloop, bloop. Because that's slime talk.
3: Glorpski (laughs) blorp.
2: Uh, it yeah. fails to attack you. And I got the one die, it has a 16, but the other I rolled a four. So it has failed. and reaches out with a pseudopod, thinking you were still in the same place you were last time. But of course, you said your words and then shifted to the right, and it slams both of its long pseudopods down upon the damp ground next to you, leaving behind a sticky trail of mucus as it slowly slides all around you leaving sticky mucus wherever it goes and we turn now to tim who casts told the dead no doubt yeah it has failed one hit point wow you rolled a d12 and failed so many times maybe roll a different d12 next time well it's still okay then and it is april's turn time to use my rapier again all right you dash forward eight That is just barely enough to hit it. It has an armor class of six, actually, so it's very easy for you to hit unless you roll a one and then it's just a miss anyway. So roll your damage with your sneak attack. Seven. Now you must make a strength saving throw to keep your rapier in hand. As you dash forward, you lunge brutally, but of course these things are sticky and made of mucus and it doesn't do too much damage because it is resistant to your piercing blows. Nevertheless, it retains a grip upon your rapier, trying to wrench it from your grasp as it turns and you roll. Sixteen. That is more than enough for you to need to pull your rapier free as we turn to Rita.
3: Right, time to vicious mock this boy again.
2: Yes, I have failed. What do you say?
3: I'm not good with
0: insults. Looking at you makes my eyes burn. I have a good insult. What are you? A bubble? And you can say that. Blah, 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 blah.
2: And it makes its attack against you with disadvantage. Did you roll your d4? A one. This is such a slow combat because everybody keeps rolling ones. So many ones so far. It has failed in its attack against you, Rita, thankfully. It does not slam you. And it is now Tim's turn. Tim-bong. All right, I'll make my saving throw. I failed with a three.
0: Three.
3: Oh my gosh, it's not a one.
2: Unfortunately, it also still has one hit point left because Uh. that's just the way you guys are playing today. So we turn to April who stabs it brutally.
0: And the chest. No, in the brain. I rolled an 11.
2: You have definitely succeeded. You can do at least one damage. You have killed it. It
0: stabs him brutally inside the blob.
2: Oh, yeah. She stabs it brutally into the very insides of the creature but she doesn't need to do much damage it's with a pin prick it explodes raining mucus upon all three of you actually tim you're nowhere near it raining mucus again upon poor rita who's covered in the front and on the side now in gross gross slimy mucus Make a strength saving throw, April, to retain grip of your blade. Six. Well then, you're reined in mucus, you retain grip of your rapier. You can see now there are three exits from this room. One of them leads down a corridor that at about 15 feet in narrows suddenly to nothing. But it is dry and enclosed and safe. The other two, one of them has rickety beams of support struts and extends off into the distance and seems much like the one you walked through and tim did thunder Wave upon before and the last one is a smaller opening that is only four feet tall and four feet wide where medium or larger creatures would need to squeeze in, but any of you smaller creatures definitely have no trouble doing so. Which quickly widens in height and extends on into a distance that you cannot see. What would you like to do?
0: Uh, why don't we do the exit? I only not have super th- hurt. I'm super hurt. Not very hurt. Actually, I didn't lose any hit points. I have three. Hit points left, so I don't want to get back into another battle, so yeah. So
2: what do you want to do about it, Tim?
0: I don't know.
2: Would you like to take a short rest?
0: Yeah. Who's ready to
3: continue onward? Um, I'm fine. How about you, Tim? No, 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 no. What's wrong, Tim? You're normally so excited to continue on. I feel like
0: I'm about to die again.
3: Okay, then, well, if not everybody's ready to move on, then I'd say let's take a rest a- to make sure that we're all able to continue on. Yeah, sure.
2: Where are you going to rest? Here is not a very safe location.
3: A safe tunnel.
2: Safe tunnel? Yes. yes. Okay. Would any of you like to inspect the remains of the slimes?
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: Well, Tim, you're resting, but if you would like to, you may all do so.
0: I'm going to crawl over there.
2: And you see that one of the slimes has an intact brass magnifying glass inside of it. The magnifying glass is slightly corroded and needs to be cleaned, but it is still in good condition and you can keep it or sell it for lots of gold if you would like to. Oh. Who finds the magnifying glass? Right. All right, Tim, you found the magnifying glass. You hold it aloft. It's the only thing anybody's found.
0: I found a magnifying glass.
3: Oh, wow. It's still in pretty good condition. It just needs to be cleaned. Slime. That's amazing, Tim. Put it on your person. Why don't you?
2: Clean it off. Does anybody have any cleaning spells? Does anybody have digitation? Because that allows you to clean things.
3: I have minor illusions.
2: Okay. You have taken a short rest. That means you're allowed to spend hit dice to heal. Bard, do you have some sort of ability that helps people when they're resting? Song of Rest? Yeah, why don't you tell us what your song of rest is?
3: You can use soothing music or oration to help revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest. If you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance regain hit points at the end of the short rest, each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6 hit points. Perfect.
2: So, what is the song of rest that you sing for everyone? <laughs>
3: Sleep now, Titan's mercy, time
2: is yours. What? Are you judging me? Always, I judge you well. So, Will, you may roll your hit dice. And you get to roll an additional d6 in healing on top of that. Now you are a... Cleric with the Storm Domain? Yes, and clerics, I believe, roll a d10 for their healing. Let's just double check that. You roll a d8. So you can spend one of your hit dice, or are you going to spend both of your hit dice? One. Yeah, you can spend one to start with. Let's see, what do you get? And you get to add your constitution modifier to it. Six. Cool. So that is plus your constitution modifier says what? Plus... Two. So what's six plus two? Eight. Are you back up to full hit points? No. Roll the D6 from Song of Rest. One. A one? Everybody's rolling ones today. What is going on with that? So how many hit points do you have left now, Will? I believe you are now up to six plus two plus three plus one is 12. Would you like to spend your second hit die to get back up to full? Yeah. Roll a D8. Three three so now you're up to 17 of 18 hit points i don't think you're correct
0: i said three
2: 17 hit points total but But then you add plus two for your constitution modifier for that (gasps) so how many hit points do you have normally 18 right yeah so now you're back up to almost full
0: and I have an 18 hour
2: class. Are you spending any hit dice to heal there, Rita?
0: I'm at 10 out of 16,
3: so I don't...
2: Why heal. don't you? You get to roll that d6. You might as well spend one, because sure. then you get to roll a d8 and a d6. There you go. You healed all of the hit points that you needed to be. You're back up to full. Moving on. You spend about an hour waiting there. You've now spent three hours in the mock Den Caverns. You're kind of wondering, what's the sun look like again? Is the sun setting? We got here before lunch. Should we have had lunch during our short rest? It's so hard to tell what time it is this far beneath the ground. And you two, the wind-touched and the bandit, are used to being in the open air in a tree or gliding about. And now you're down here underground walking about on your talons. That's not fun. But our grounded character with no options for flight, do you actually feel enclosed or are you feeling good?
3: I'm doing fine. Like, I visit people in burrows a lot because I socialize with a lot of humble folk who just like live underground and don't fly. So I'm doing pretty, pretty dandy.
2: You proceed down which one? The rickety path? Or the tight and hard to squeeze into path? Uh,
0: tight and hard to squeeze into
2: path. Sure. Yes, you fit into there. Our two small characters are able to get in quite easily, but our big Canada Goose has to get some help as he tucks and pulls on his armor to get around this tight space and to get in. But eventually you do, and you squeeze into the area and you make your way down, and it opens up kind of like an offshoot. Where you can see away to the left and you can see away to the right. By the way, at this point, your candle burns out. But we still have light. Do you have any more candles? Yes. Okay, why don't you mark one of your candles used up and take out another one? Okay. How many ball bearings do you have left?
3: Depends on how many we used.
2: Let's say you've used half the bag of ball bearings now
3: 500. <laughs>
2: is it a bag of 500 ball bearings
3: no it's a bag of
2: 1000 so if we thousand yeah you haven't used 500 ball bearings yet. okay you're fine so you get your next candle out and you drip some wax and you know this is the path but when you look to the left down the way you can see the same rickety structure that you just avoided walking down tied up here so those three exits from that room Really, only lead to one direction. You turn to the right. You can see dimly, past the light given from the candle and Rita's light spell, a flickering of light on its own. It looks as though there is a luminescent residue lining the walls of the tunnel. And at first, these little smears are sporadic, but soon there is enough faintly glowing goo to dimly light your surroundings, meaning your candle isn't all that necessary, nor is the light spell. Coming upon a space that seems to be the center of the whole cavern system, you see a young Corvum, Standing next to a rock formation, because of a sheen of slime covering her, you're quickly able to deduce that she is in fact stuck to the rock. Her eyes go wide as she suddenly looks up on something above you and a giant slime once again falls from the ceiling and attacks. Aren't you glad you took a short rest?
0: Aren't you glad you took a short rest? I wish we took a long rest.
2: Now, there is a big battle map for this. Let me see if I can pull it out so you can see where everybody would go.
0: Big battle map. Why is there a battle map for this? Is, are we fighting a boss? Boss fight, boss fight, boss fight, boss
2: fight. Ba-da-da. Now, I have a couple of suggestions here. We can do this entire fight in our mind's eyes, and I can just describe this area for you. Or, we can pause here, take this upstairs, roll out the fight with miniatures and dice, and then come back down and finish the fight using our words for what happened upstairs. Which would you like to do?
0: The upstairs one. Upstairs seems fun. Yeah, upstairs. Okay. Seems more like a board game.
2: And we're back. The Corvum, when the giant slime attacks, turns, sticking her hands the back of the wall, her face away, and she tries to free herself from the confines of where she is and how she's trapped in this horrible, sticky wall. And it takes her almost half a minute. She finally frees herself. The sounds of horrible magics and pseudopod slam attacks rain down. She frees herself with a forceful push, falling heavily to the ground upon her back, and climbs to her feet. She is expecting to turn and see death all around her, and the slimes have won the day. She was so scared. But there are no slimes, just hastily oozing forms at the feet of our three heroes, she gasps and says, "You, What have you done? I didn't see a thing.
0: Uh, we destroyed them? L- let's start
3: from the beginning. Well, we entered the cave and you were turned around, so...
2: You saved me from these terrible slimes. Yes. yes. Yeah. How did you do it?
3: Well, first, our good friend Tim, he ran up and used
0: Thunderwave to knock one slime back.
2: What did you say?
0: At the thump. Of bard, let the thunder be born.
2: Did it do much?
0: No, it only did ten damage. But one of the slimes got thrown into a wall.
2: Oh wow! Then what happened?
0: I then
3: m- mocked the giant wave-like slime. The shape that is a shifting
2: one. slime. They are very dangerous because any damage that is dealt to it, it can become immune to it for an hour. Says the little Corbin. It has a different voice. I should use her voice. I will do that next. I'll use her voice now. Oh my God. Like it's a shifting slime and they're totally immune to whatever damage is dealt to it. If it chooses to be for an hour, what did you do? Well, we didn't know that at first and it started glowing violet. Oh, that means that it's immune to psychic damage.
3: Because I viciously mocked it.
2: Oh, wow. Then what happened?
3: Then I went up and used my rapier and got swallowed by it for
2: a round. You were swallowed. Did you know the the acid damage that it rains upon a figure? It could easily have devoured you within a round, just from the acid within it.
0: Well, then I'm lucky, then.
2: (laughs) You're so lucky, adventurer. You really are. What happened next?
0: And then I told the dead on it, and it did a lot of damage. Wow. And then it started going a deep blue,
3: which had meant that it switched from psychic damage to whatever kind of damage told the dead does.
2: Oh, interesting. And told the damaged must be necrotic damage if it's a dark blue because a shifting slime is able to remove it, make itself immune to necrotic damage by shifting to a dark blue.
3: And then I believe you used bardic inspiration uh, to I viciously mocked a couple of other things and I used bardic inspiration to help both
2: What did you say?
3: I helped my friend April by saying, it doesn't matter where you come from. What matters is what you do in the future. Then, with the help of her bardic inspiration, I was able to break free from the slime.
2: Oh, wow. You must be very strong indeed, because they are so powerful. I'm not. What happened next?
0: I'm more stronger than anyone here. And then, I believe, I
3: cast bardic inspiration again on Tim, Tim, who ended up... Tolling the dead, I believe.
2: What did you say to Tim? And you must be Tim?
3: Yeah. Tim, you are strong, you are capable, and you are unstoppable. Go there and face the tidal
0: wave.
2: Wow, that's very inspiring.
0: And then I told the dead again. It did a lot of damage. It probably had like 10 hit points left, or like 5, or like 1. Wow. We fought at Valiant. And then April... Then you continued to do
3: vicious mockery. And then... Next, I finally stabbed it with my rapier, and already puncture from me originally stabbing it got much bigger from this stab, and all of its goo came pouring out, and it had died.
2: Wow. And then did you kill the other little Yeah, little those two did. And you killed the last one?
0: Mm, yeah, I think so.
2: Well, thank you so much for saving me, but please... Don't step in it. I need to collect some samples. These oh. are very important things, and this is important.
3: Do you mind telling me about the shifting slime?
2: I can certainly talk to you about shifting slimes as we collect the samples. Would you mind helping me? Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can give you something for helping me. I mean, it. all of this collection is very important to my research, and I could not go back to the reach empty-handed. I've come so far. I've risked so much. Thank you.
0: Not really. We risked a lot more, but okay. Yeah, we risked a lot more. We risked our lives. I almost She has
2: three vials that she passes out to anyone willing to help. I'll help. One vial is enough to collect an entire sample. But the party must find a live slime from which to collect your sample.
3: Weren't there two outside? (laughs) Oh, yeah, there was.
2: Now, you can easily backtrack to those slimes if you want to.
0: Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm.
2: But she's very interested in finding a sample from a live shifting slime. She says, I was hoping that I could have gotten a sample before you killed it, but I was trapped against the wall so brutally. That luminescent slime on the wall is very sticky, just so you know. So would you be willing to journey through the cavern with me to find another shifting slime to take a sample from?
3: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: Wow.
3: What? We're good people. Yes, Quashed you are. But that's achieved. Okay,
2: so you're planning on delving ever deeper into the cavern to find even greater difficulty and danger. The goal was to get her out, and if
3: she's not going to leave without a sample, we have to help her.
2: Oh, She might be willing to leave without a sample. You could try to persuade her to leave. She almost died moments ago. Yeah, that's fair. But if you're willing to go further in and try to capture... A live shifting slime sample. I am all for it. But it will have to be next time.
0: On Tabertales Jr. And
2: even then, just to let you all know, we probably will not role play and roll out that combat. We already did roll out this whole combat. We do not need another combat against slimes. Yeah. So.
3: Been there, done that
2: in the sake of interest you will then next time describe for me your delving to find a shifting slime if indeed there even if indeed there even is still a shifting slime to gather up but for now you have kenna the researcher corvum who has joined your ranks so i will give you the shifting slime the caustic slime and sticky slime cards that you may now refer to if you need to do anything with slimes going forward you are now knowledgeable in slimes after having spent your time with kenna the researcher so we will more role play the collecting of slimes and whatnot next time but as it is that's it for now postscript Everyone has left the table except for Savannah because as you root through the remains of the Shifting Slime, you find a treasure. Inside the body of the Shifting Slime is a trinket that looks to be a small sphere intricately woven from strands of gold and bronze. It is some kind of charm. There's a magical aura that glows from it. It is faint because it has been fed upon by the Shifting slime. But the object itself is very much intact, being the way April is. What do you do with this?
3: April takes it and puts it in her pocket before continuing on with her friends, trying not to let them see it.
2: Well, that's that for today, then.
1: You're wondering if I go wandering with you, what kind of trouble we'll get ourselves into would it be wrong to tag along with a band of vagabonds you wonder if i'd wander with you so i'll spread the word and you beat the drum we'll round up the troops and get the gang to come and we'll leave the streets in these neighborhoods
3: This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales Junior. We'll be back in two weeks with more of the adventure. Our intro and outro music is Through the Woods by the Okie Dokie Brothers. Find their music on iTunes or check them out at www.okiedokie.org And follow them on Twitter at Okie Dokie Bros. We'd love a review on iTunes or check us out on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. See you all later!
1: I'm wondering if you Come wander in my way If you ever get lost Or if the trail leads you astray The music of the pack Can always bring you back I wonder, can we wander away And I'll spread the word And you beat the drum Round up the troops And get the gang to come neighborhoods Head over the river